Mr. Andrew Flair. I'm here. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 64 of the Eavesdrop Podcast, brought to you by Honey. Mmm. Honey. Talk a little bit about them later. Dude, thank you for stopping by. Thanks for having I me. I appreciate you. All the way from Nebraska. You're not originally from Nebraska, though, right? Oh, I am. Are you really? Oh, yeah. Omaha. Born and raised. Ah, that explains a lot. I thought you were, like, from... Uh, not oh, not Nebraska. You pick any anywhere else <laughs> in the country. That's where you're from, in my eyes. Nebraska. Yeah, that, that's it. How far? So your farm that yeah. you live in now. How far is that from where you grew up? Uh, about an hour. About an hour. Okay, yeah. so not that bad. Yeah, hour outside of Omaha. Um, so welcome to the podcast. Thank you for stopping by, uh, everybody. This is uh, Andrew Flair. His uh, he is one of the original founders of Guggen Squad. Um, we known each other before Guggen Squad, yeah. right? Before the we- name. We, you and I met the day after I met Rob Turkle for the first time. Oh, shit. Out at, uh, what lake Athens. was that? Yes. Lake Athens. Yes. That was two years so ago. Been, Three years it, ago? It had been 2016. Fuck. Four Bro, years flies, ago. Dude. Four years ago. Look at where you were then and where you are now. I mean. We were talking, we were on the boat talking shit about Juan Rod Juan Rio. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm kidding, Mike. We're kidding. We're yeah, kidding. yeah, yeah. 2016, it was March 2016. That's when that's when we met. I a year before that I launched a clothing brand called Bashers. Yep. Um I saw I saw a need for apparel that wasn't fishing apparel in in fishing. Um the the boys from Cast Crew uh from Chicago, mm-hmm. they they were sort of doing that. They had the you know, that streetwear shit and I'm like that's that's what I want to wear. I don't want to wear no fucking flannels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I kind of do want to wear flannels and the big Carhartt like <laughs> yeah, jackets yeah. in the in the in the cold. Um, thank you for stopping by, man. I know that you have a you, you have a busy schedule. You leave in exactly two hours, yep. three hours. Yep. So we have a limited time. Um, how's life been, man? Since since your videos and YouTube channel just completely and utterly fucking went like to the next dimension. It's it's been good. We've been busy. Uh, yeah, it's been. I don't even know. That's what a lot of people ask is, you know, what's been going on and stuff. And I don't even know. Like, I bought a farm. Next thing I know, I moved to the country, live in the middle of nowhere now. Yeah. And I make videos in my backyard. Yeah. That's it. Like, every from, day. Yeah, every day. Film every day. And just grind it out. Keep going. Ponds and hunting and trapping and everything. Yeah. So the the, the crazy thing about, about, about all of your stories, really, like the entire Guggen family stories is fucking insane, right? Because you, you sort of set out to create content for yourself and people like mostly just your friends and people that might like fishing right Mm -hmm. but when you guys started like the the scene hadn't evolved to where it is today it hadn't blown up to what it is today and i and i and i will say you guys have a major major part in that scene blowing up the way it did because you're you're an inspirational sort of persona that that appeared on youtube one day and says wait what the fuck i can make fishing videos and people were gonna watch them yeah like that was the wild shit Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, it really just started, like you said, like making videos for your friends, your family to watch. There was no money, like, there's no such thing as a fishing YouTuber. There's mm-hmm. barely even thing as a YouTuber. I mean, mm-hmm. you had, like, Roman and those, like, the OG guys, but no such thing as fishing YouTuber. It's like, you just post fishing videos, people would watch it. You don't know why they're watching it, but they're watching it. Yeah. And you just keep going. I mean, just keep uploading, and it just evolved. I mean, we've done, I mean, we started Guggen in late 2016, but I started my channel in 2012, and I've uploaded two to three videos a week since 2012 two to three videos a week since 2012 well now i'm doing like six videos a week but throughout the whole time i never there's not one break i mean there's over a thousand some videos on the channel now and just it just went i'm a big fan of what's happening on youtube i've been a big fan of what's happening on youtube since 2000 and yeah 12 right when you started seeing like um like nobody thought that playing video games was going to be something that people wanted to watch exactly yeah right Mm -hmm. but you sort of have these these uh Power Power magazines. You have Game Power Game Power magazines. You have all the secrets for Super Mario Brothers three. Get the flutes or the wands or whatever, and then yeah. you have these things. So the, you you had those in magazines. You had these these Easter eggs and all this shit where you go in there and, and, and sort of figure that out. But you never really had that on video. And the second that YouTube came about, like that happened. Mm-hmm. And originally, when I started making fishing videos, it was just montages because that's all I knew at the time, right? Yeah, like, that's what everybody knew. Yeah, everybody. It was like highlight reels. It, yeah. There was no like vlogs that fishing vlog was not a thing until like probably 2015 honestly yeah like fishing vlogs were not a thing i found a i i typed i remember clearly typing 
YouTube, I'm, I'm a fishing vlog, mm-hmm. and the first guy that pops up is Juan Rod One Rio, mm-hmm. and I start watching him a little bit. I'm like, I'm like, dude, this fucking guy is getting a hundred thousand views every yeah. fucking video. That's insane on fishing vlog. <laughs> that is the wildest shit. I'm like, I'm like, holy shit, that's so dope, right? Yeah. I, immediately, I'm like, that's cool, and. For those of you listening, I'm having a fucking fight with my chair. <laughs> so now I can't lean on that. But um, I, I I remember right there and then I'm like, this has legs on it. Mm-hmm. This has legs underneath. This is going to go somewhere. And from there, immediately, like, you're, you you see the whole path, right? You see that not only is it going to be fishing. You know that it's going to be crocheting. You know, Oh, my God, I just whistled. You, you know it's going to be crocheting. You know it's going to be... Uh, building houses remodeling rooms mm-hmm. i mean you name any and the reason that I, that I like having these conversations with people like you is because my 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 vlogs are always about video games the video game industry the business of video games and and influencer is in video games but i see this as a much bigger play here mm-hmm. right because nowhere in my mind in 2010 would you have been able to tell me that uh there's this farmer out there that has 1.8 something 1.8 something million <laughs> fucking subs I've been making videos since 2009, and I'm I haven't reached the one million gold button plaque. Just hit 900,000 subscribers. Thank you to everybody that's subscribing on that. <laughs> um, nowhere would you have convinced me of that, but immediately I would have said there's a possibility for it. Yeah. Right. When you first started out, you're fishing, and you're and, and you started doing your catalog. How did you come across like everybody else? Like, how did you meet uh, John? How did you meet Peric? How did how did that work? So I John John got in it before me by a few years. He he had been doing YouTube. So like when I got into it, I mean it probably took me like two years to find another fishing YouTuber. Like I was just like on my own grind. Like I didn't know that like other people design? like me. I was fifteen. Okay. Um, I didn't know what people like me really existed out there. I didn't like I would post YouTube, but I wouldn't like go on YouTube and like watch other fishing videos. It was just like a platform for me to post. It mm-hmm. wasn't like a what it is today, obviously. And so two thousand and. 15 uh iCast that's when I graduated high school I went to iCast and John B went What's to iCast so iCast is like the world's biggest fishing show uh like trade it's like show a conference. basically yeah big conference mm-hmm. down in Florida it was like the first time like basically I've ever been on a plane like just graduated high school went down there John B was there him and I got lunch got dinner kind of hung out so how that did was you, like, how did you connect we just I don't even remember like I think we just kind of like commented on those videos okay. but he was way bigger than me then like he was like the guy because he had been doing it so much longer and he's fucking um, incredible at cinematography oh yeah like he was like yeah he basically originated the whole b-roll thing for fishing industry and stuff like that so him and i kind of connected and we made like vlogs at icast and when we posted those vlogs that was like the first ever collaboration in the fishing industry ever so like to me like it seems so crazy like of course go collaborate but back then collaborating wasn't a thing like you didn't go collaborate with other like youtube was just like there but there wasn't really like that community. So no one collaborated. And so when we collaborated, like the fans lost it. They're mm-hmm. like, I cannot believe my two favorite YouTubers are together. And I'm like, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, I just want to go meet this guy. So then after like me and John saw like really good response, he invited me out to like his grandparents' house out in Ohio. And we fished there. And then same thing, like that was like the first like actual fishing collaboration. Fishing trip. And we're collab. both like, we're both filming, we're posting the same videos on each channels and like cross promoting. And everybody loved it, and that was like the birth of the collaboration. But like, it se- again, it seems so weird, like so obvious. Yeah, of course you would do that. But back then, it just was not a thing. You just didn't do that. So kind of, that kind of went on. Peric was kind of starting to do YouTube right about then, so he kind of was like hanging around John a little bit. Um, so that would have been like the fall, late summer, fall of 2015. Didn't really film with John at all after that. Like we just kind of you know did our own thing. And then Rob reached out on Twitter, and he was just like, "Hey, you want to come to Texas and fish?" Again, at the time, I never traveled. I'm like, I want to go fish Lake Fork. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I'll fly out. Like, well, let's go fish and do whatever. So he flew me out, and that's when I met you. Mm-hmm. And so then we kind of started that. And then basically I went down there. We, I mean, we caught some fish, and then I went back, I think, a second time. And then the third time I invited, I was like, hey, you want me to bring John B? Because now I'm kind of buddies with him. Brought John B. Fourth time, brought Perrick and John B. So, like, that's basically – Rob was just inviting us all to Texas to catch big fish. Yeah. Because we, we're from Illinois and Nebraska, yeah. which doesn't have big no. fish. So, I was like, boys, I got this connection in Texas. Let's go catch biggins. Yeah. So, everybody came with me, and then that's – we just started filming together. And then it was just, like, four YouTubers posting the same videos, and everyone loved it. Yeah. So, that's how it started. You know, from the beginning, everybody's concern was always, like, well, I, I want to upload something different to my channel. Like, nobody's going to watch you and then going to watch mine mm-hmm. and then, one, like, everybody's point of view on yep. the same experience. But that's completely wrong. Yeah. Like, people will watch every 100%. single one from it. And I, I remember talking to Rob 
very early on, we were already at the scuff house. You remember the scuff mm-hmm. house, right? Yeah. The, the the big house in, in Inverness. And I remember talking to, I was on my laptop, this one probably, I was on my laptop and I was talking with uh, Black to Page. Yep. Uh, Josh. Yep. And Josh was like, hey, you know, we we're talking, because he talked to Rob and Rob was like, yo, my buddy's a YouTuber and he knows about the algorithm and shit like that. I didn't. To this day, I don't. Right? <laughs> yeah. SEO is not my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do. I, I, I know a little bit. But uh, I remember being on, on a conference call with him and, and Rob was in the same Skype call, but his video wasn't on. Okay. And I was walking around and Josh was like, where the fuck do you live? And I'm like, oh, this is the gamer house and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I'm telling I'm telling Josh I'm like listen right now your only issue is that people like you people like Dude Perfect because of how difficult your videos are have to have the luxury of only uploading one video a week and it can work for everybody else for all the rest of us for all the the the, the grinders out there we need to upload every single day yep. and I remember saying here and Rob saying it's like okay so you got to upload every mm-hmm. single day I didn't know at the time that I was talking to Rob. Mm-hmm. Through Josh, because yep. all the information I was giving Josh, Rob was just like fucking he, absorbing. Yeah, yeah, absorbing. Yeah, just like yeah, yeah. He had in his mind already that he was gonna set out and and, and do YouTube videos. Yeah, and I've, I've taken him fishing with me and and Scott Martin like two times before mm-hmm. he said I want to do this shit. Yeah, right. And at the time, Rob had just sold his business, so he had a little bit of cash, which was made it easier for him to you know fly out younger people who didn't necessarily have you know the yep. the. the, the the freedom and money to just travel wherever for sure and he invested that money into it so smart yeah 100 percent. I, I told him i'm like one of the things that made us the biggest thing in esports was the fact that we collaborated more than anybody else like we had nature and scumpy on the same videos we had uh hector and big time and like we had a collaborative uh house to, gotcha. to do that and he was just taking it in taking mm-hmm. it in taking it in next thing you know i'm on a boat with you and you're doing uh, fishing and I had already seen your videos because I the second that I saw one rod I went down the rabbit hole as yeah. you do on YouTube <laughs> yeah. and I, I started watching everything and then I don't know we just got on the water and at the time what was your 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 average view video back then do you remember 20 30k probably 20 to 30k what's yeah. your average view video now uh, four or five hundred. <laughs> four or five hundred thousand. thousand yeah. Think about that. Think yeah. about the growth that you've had from there. And the the reason that I wanted to have you on, as I as I was saying it earlier, is because there's somebody gonna be out there, right? Whether it's a fucking carpenter, whether it's mm-hmm. a fireman, whether it's I mean, you name it, yep. who is gonna get the ideas like maybe I should make videos of this because there are gonna be people that are gonna be interested in the educational uh, sort of content that I can create for them. Yeah, and. Sure. That is the the age that we live in right now. Mm-hmm. Like the ability for somebody to just be interested. I mean, think about how many camera people, how many photographers, how many videographers have become the Casey Neistat's, the Peter, the Peter McKinnon's yeah, exactly. of the world. Mm-hmm. And that's fucking shooting video. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you 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 sort of put this emphasis on the star, right? On the on the on the protagonist of the story, the the main dude. And the camera guy is just a camera guy. The camera guy, for what it's worth, at whatever point in time, is just a person managing the the camera. These guys turn that fucking camera around, yep. and Casey Nice that's fucking born. There you go. Yeah. How nasty is that? That's crazy. It's great. I never really thought of it that way, but yeah, like that's exactly what it is. Yeah, Peter McKinnon, all those guys, like they were at once just camera guys. Not to like downplay, but no, like, no, just no. camera guys. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what they were. Yeah. Just like if if you think about. It's just is is the in the most insane space that we live in, and and that to me is like one of the craziest stuff. So, Guggen Guggen, uh, well, the team, your team, is, yep. is before Guggen started, mm-hmm. you guys had already just started to come together. When did when did Lake Fork guy come into into play? Lake when we started fishing. I mean, I think I fished with him probably back in 2016, 17. But he was just kind of like he's just doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. He, you know, Rackley. He just he just does his own thing. He he's he kind of does his deal and. We started fishing with him more and more. I think it would have been 2017, 18. I think it's kind of when I remember when it. I remember the, the moment it happened because we, we went to Mexico with him. So it's just the squad and then him. He was there in Mexico as well, and we started filming together. And we all kind of had this like we should just bring him in. Like there's no reason not to at mm-hmm. this point. He's a great yeah. dude. Like brings a lot to the table. Like he's all about it type thing. Um, and we sat down, had a meeting, and and brought him in type thing. So he he just. He came into factor, I think, because he just lived here. Like he was just he was here already. Mm-hmm. It's not he wasn't traveling in or doing his thing. Like I said he kind of was doing his own thing, and we just went out and fished with him because he's a really good angler. If you had yeah. noticed, like the best out of yeah. everybody, hands Excellent down. Excellent on camera too. Oh yeah, the Every, ultimate alpha male the, in my opinion. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. 
And so, yeah, he was just like, he was just a perfect fit that we didn't have to like try. There wasn't really much thought behind the whole thing. Like it was just like a very natural. Yeah. Let's add this guy. He's definitely a good part of the team. So, and at the time you guys said, uh, Mike, Mike had said, I don't want to be a part yeah, of this. He did. this yeah. And, and you guys, did, did you guys, the Guggen, the Guggen part in the name. Yep. Right. Like w- tell me how that happened because originally you're just a group of YouTubers yeah. doing something together. Yeah. So, I mean, I can, I have like one memory kind of when it happened, it, but it was like the summer that sort of been the summer after you and I fished together, basically where everyone was just fishing together, but there was no concept of a group, whatever. I mean, honestly, it was optic that hundred percent inspired the whole thing, like to think, get a house, be together, whatever. And something about like, I don't know who called it what I have a video on my channel titled like bass fishing with Googans. And I posted that before the name Guggen mm-hmm. Squad came up. Not saying that it was me by any means, but yeah. th- someone was throwing the name Guggen around, which means like really bad angler, essentially. Yeah. Like you suck. Like a you're noob. Just, yeah, you're you're terrible. Which was ironic because we were making tutorial videos. Mm-hmm. So like it's it, it was kind of funny just because like we tried to keep it pretty light because at that time, especially at that time, the fishing industry was super serious. Like you didn't you didn't mess around. You didn't just go to a pond and jack around and make a video. Like you were either like Van Dam or you weren't doing it type thing, which is which is cool. That's great, but. We wanted to have more fun at it. I grew up fishing tournaments in high school and college, and like to be honest, I hated them because it was like so much pressure, mm-hmm. and like it just sucked the fun right out of it. Like yeah. it was just like a huge competition. It's it's fishing, so at the end of the day, like you're kind of just you have bad days, whatever. And I hated the competitive side of fishing because I just wanted to go catch fish and have fun. Mm-hmm. So once like the video things took off, I was like, I just want to do this. I don't want to do tournaments. Yeah. So that's when I kind of quit doing the tournament thing. So we decided to kind of keep it light. And funny and goofy, which we got incredible hate for, obviously, because we're like, you know, not disrespecting the sport, but kind of like mm-hmm. just a bunch of idiots mm-hmm. together on a boat when it's like, that's not the proper way of fishing type yeah. thing. Like you're just, everything was so proper then. And so we just kind of embraced, instead of trying to like conform to what was normal, we're just like, screw it. We're just going to, we're going to be idiots and we're going to document it. And if y'all want to watch, you can watch. And then it just kind of came about Guggen and Guggen Squad seemed like it was a good fit. And and at, at what point did you guys say, all right, Guggen, we, we should be Guggens. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's our name. Like, how, because you, you don't, make being able to make fun of yourself is like one thing, but committing an entire brand and a, and a lifestyle <laughs> yeah. to it is like something completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, I have this persona where I'm like uber, uber egotistical. Yeah. Like, you'll never hear me talk bad about myself because I love me too much. Yeah. Like, that, what I did right there, <laughs> yeah. that's like the, the, yeah. the thing that goes with. Like, there's some truth to it, right? Like, I, I've always had been very self-confident and shit, but... To to be able to make fun of yourself like that's mm-hmm. that's the ultimate you know I don't know you, you sort of uh, it's that Eminem uh, eight mile you've seen it yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, where he starts making fun of himself yep. and that's that's pretty much what you guys did yeah I think it's it, it's kind of like how do you make fun of somebody that makes fun of themselves you know what you I can't. mean like it's like getting like bullied or something and if like you make a joke about yourself it's like kind of takes for the bully it takes the fun away for them yeah so we kind of just did it we like we just we took away the fun that the serious anglers would have making fun of us. Yeah. Because it's like, you're, no one's going to listen to you talk about these dudes being idiots if they admit they're idiots. Yeah. They're like, okay, what's your point? Yeah. So I think that, I mean, that that process never really like went through my head personally, but like that's yeah. probably why it happened. We just, we just took it right out of it. So that way, if you want to make fun of us, go ahead, but we're going to make fun of ourselves too. Do you think they saw it coming, the pro anglers and the industry? No. Do you think they saw it, like what you guys were doing and, and, and they were like, fuck not until it's too late yeah yeah no it was they, way too late. way too late. <laughs> way too late i mean like i said i started in 2012 and i came out the gate you know wanting to work with brands so i'm 15 couldn't even really get a job really mowing lawns i just wanted like discounts or free product like i would literally post an entire video for like a crankbait mm-hmm. all day long mm-hmm. i would do that all day long and that was my way of like getting getting lures and stuff like that and so it was like i mean hundreds of emails a day of course like if i read those emails now i'd be like oh my god like you know being 15 16 like you're just yeah. they'd be brutal but um with that being said, like, yeah, it, it just, I don't know. It just seems like, I don't know. Now, now you have somebody on the other side writing yeah. those emails for you. You know, like, th- yeah. think about that, yeah. right? They just, they didn't, I, I can't, yeah, we don't want to get into details. But, yeah, I mean, pretty much we got spit on, spit in our face a lot. Like, mm-hmm. like grinding, because we had no ambition of doing it ourselves. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of work, a ton of work to do it. Um, we just wanted to partner with brands at the time. Yeah. And like nobody would listen. Yeah. Not a single brand. Like we couldn't I couldn't get a sponsor for anything ever. Yeah. And we like finally got fed up with it. And we're like, let's just do our own thing. And I think it was like we I mean, even whatever it was, it'd been two thousand seventeen, I think, whatever whenever we launched Google Bates. It was even like that year. Like it still hadn't come around. Like we had did it it was the year after that. 
that everyone's like, because we had the success of, of the first year that people finally like started like reaching. I'm like, dude, it is like, you should have called me like four years yeah. ago. Like we're on to the next thing. We're doing our own thing. Yeah. So I, I think, I think people's inability to see the tides turning mm -hmm. is, is the, is the end all be all yep. for everybody. I mean, look at Kodak, right? Like yep. they, they, they say no, everyone's always going to use fucking Polaroids, instant Polaroids. And mm -hmm. for a very long time they did it. Now they're making a, a resurgence and all that shit, but uh, they, they didn't adapt and move on as quickly as they could have. Mm -hmm. Right. They could have been like the biggest camera sure. out there. Right. So, um, I think, I think it was too late by the time that everything happened. I think that, uh, luckily it happened the way it happened because now you own your own baits right mm -hmm. so when you're out there going to i'm gonna say them because nobody's gonna watch this anyway so when you go out to strike king or when you go to rapala and you go like hey yeah please sponsor me look at my 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 instagram account has three times mm -hmm. the following that your fucking professional old ass angler has no offense <laughs> to any of them yeah, yeah but yeah. that's the case it's the right truth, yeah it's the truth numbers don't lie and yeah. when you have that sort of engagement it is beyond mind-blowing to me that that they didn't see that coming. No. You know who else didn't see it coming? Computer companies, PC companies, mm -hmm. the I buy powers of the world, uh, the uh, I buy power. You know, yeah. we reached out to the Alienwares of, okay. of the world. Like we reached out very early on uh, when we were at the house and we were like, hey, we need streaming PCs. Do you guys want to do it? It's like, well, you guys aren't PC players. I'm like, yeah, but if you name every single PC player that you have on your fucking roster right yeah. now, they have nothing in comparison <laughs> to what Nate Shot has. They have nothing in comparison yeah. to what Merck has. They have nothing in comparison yeah. to what Scump and, and, and they, they, they didn't see it. No. I'm like, we use PCs every single day to edit videos. We can promote this to our audience. For sure. Even if 10% of our audience bought your PC, that oh. is still 10 times more than any professional that you have fucking on there right now. Obviously, ties, you know, everything changes. Now it's all about streamers. Yeah, now yeah. these companies are like, we don't want to sponsor streamers. I mean, uh, professional players, yeah. not all of them. I'd rather sponsor, the streamers, you know, yeah, yeah the streamer. Yeah. The, the ninjas of the world, the, mm -hmm. the, the shrouds of the world. I'd rather sponsor them than the best professional whatever out there mm -hmm. because of the audience, the eyeballs. And, you know, from the beginning, I told Rob, what you guys are doing is going to disrupt the fishing industry, mm -hmm. right? Did we just talk about this? I feel like you and I discussed it. Like I said that they were going to be in, in, a, in a magazine, in the front of the magazine uh, of life. What was the most popular fishing magazine? Your guess is as good as mine, right. dude. Well, that one. I mean, you know, Bassmaster Magazine's pretty yeah, big. Bassmaster, I'm like, you guys are going to yeah. be in the, in the cover of Bassmaster, just fucking four, uh, five dudes sitting there posing like goofballs. Yeah. The kids that are disrupting the fishing industry. Yeah. You guys got so big that that's never going to happen. No. I'm going to tell you why. Because they're haters and they don't want to change the status quo. Yep. They want to keep who they want to keep in place to be whoever they want to be. And for what it's worth... Good for them. You know, they, 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 they too need to eat because there is definitely a place for competition mm -hmm. in fishing, and that should always be a tradition. I watch it. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, DC, obviously, yeah. is like my favorite. Ding. Yeah, ding. Yeah. ding. Even though he broke my, my boat, it's all good. Oh, did he? No, nah, he stepped on the on the one of the buttons in the front. I don't uh. even know my boat. I don't know my boat, dude. Anyway, um, <laughs> so you go up to these people, and you're like, hey, please please sponsor me. And they said mm -hmm. no. They said no. You're like, all oh, right, yeah, fine. No. Fuck you. If, if you guys aren't going to sponsor me, I'm going to make my own fucking baits. Yep. And That's Google exactly Baits are born. Yep. You guys went down to Mexico, mm -hmm. had a couple of Coronas, oh, couple a couple of margaritas. Couple, yeah, sure. Too many? Sure. <laughs> How did you guys come up with those names? That's it. I, I, remember, I think I probably have photos on my phone from the night. I remember like taking pictures like, oh, we're going to want to look back on this. Yeah. You know, a little couple margaritas, whatever. And I remember we were just sitting on the porch at the little Santa Resort, whatever you want to call it. And we were just like, that's where the Bandito was the first one. I mean, we're in Mexico. We're like, oh, yeah, Bandito. And like, so we just started like ripping through them on. It was pretty much, I think one night we got most of them named. Yeah. I think we might have changed John's, that was the Kraken Craw. Hit, it was originally going to be the Treasure Craw, I think. And then for some reason, there was somebody else that had something like that. So we changed the Kraken Craw. But everything else, like we came up with one night in Mexico. Drunk as drink, fuck. Yeah, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Sunburn and drunk yes, as fuck. Yes, yes, after catching Mondos. Those, yeah. those, uh, those trips are tiring. Oh, I didn't, exhausting. I didn't, which one did we go to the first one? Uh, Comodero. That's where we. That's where we did all the naming of everything. Bro, it is the wildest. I, I I didn't know how exhausting it was. We would get up at five in the morning. Yep. Coffee ready. Coffee ready. And then you get up, you you go down these fucking wild ass roads. Yeah. Sketch. At any point, they can just yep. give away, and you're dead. You're mm -hmm. under because you'll survive the fall, mm -hmm. but you're not gonna be able to breathe when a whole fucking mountain's on top of you. Yeah, exactly. Right, and then you get to the lake, and then you you don't get off until like six. Yep. And they only feed you some shitty ass fucking tacos. Yep. I'm not afraid to say, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not wrong though. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. then you you 
margaritas. Yeah, you come in, food, margaritas, and go to bed and do it again the next day. Yeah. All right. So you you have your career as it stands, right? You, you you're a YouTuber. You're traveling the world with your with your buddies. Uh, you're creating the content that you need to create. You're making a, a decent living off of that, which mm -hmm. is the American dream. I talked about it before. Like the true American dream is doing something that you love, and getting paid to do it. Yep. Paying bills is, is is the goal. Everything else is a bonus. You go out and buy a farm. Walk me through that. Did you always like living in Nebraska? Is that something that everybody aspires to to do? No. See, Shout out to all my Nebraska gamers, <laughs> man. Put it in the, in the in the in the comments down below. Um. No. So like, yeah, I lived in Nebraska, but I also lived in Omaha, which is super city. I mean, like, I lived in suburbs. Like, I didn't okay. grow. I didn't grow up at all in the country. Like, everyone's like, "Oh, you country boy." I'm not like mm -hmm. city boy. I like to hunt fish. Mm -hmm. So, like, growing up, middle school, high school, when I would go out and hunt fish on the weekends, it was me and my dad. Like, none of my buddies, no one in my high school fished at the time. Like, nobody. Maybe, like, one kid maybe would catfish mm -hmm. or something. So, um, grew up not really being country or anything. And um, my future brother-in-law, they own a bunch of farms just south of Omaha. And I went down there one day randomly. I was like, dude, this looks really good for hunting. Like, really good. for." And he has no idea. Yeah, so he's just like corn farmer yeah i'm like hey can i lease all this like can i, can I? he's like sure so we leased it went through a year and throughout that year instead of just going down there and duck hunting and deer hunting i would like make farm vlogs which at the time weren't a thing so like looking back now you're like oh yeah of course farm vlogs but at the time it's like no so we'd like go down there and just shoot guns throw throw throw, throw clay pigeons there's bullfrogs down there we'd shoot those which i had never done before just doing a bunch of like yee stuff you know but i would only do it like a bunch of what yee was that just like Redneck stuff, I guess uh, you call it. I yeah, don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> just redneck stuff. <laughs> You're just messing around, four wheelers, you know, doing doing that thing, country stuff. Because I never got to do that growing up. I always wanted. I was always mm -hmm. a country boy at heart, but I never yeah, do it. Yeah. So I would do it, and I would like document it on YouTube, and I'd do it like a couple times a month, and like I kind of just like slowly did to where I'm posting three videos a week, but one out of the three is the country stuff, to where like it slowly progressed, where like that's getting more views than me going and bass fishing. I'm mm -hmm. like, I like fishing, but I also like riding four-wheelers and doing that stuff. So then it was like two out of the three would be that. And I kind of just like kept going. And all of a sudden, like, everyone's like, hey, you know, love your fishing vlogs, but miss the farm vlogs. Like, farm vlogs were – and it was just like overwhelming amount of my subscribers. I basically transitioned into loving the farm vlogs. Mm -hmm. So that kept going for a little while. I bought I bought a piece of land on that property that I leased. Um, and then I closed on it. I remember I went to Mexico for spring break and I came back and it was like four feet underwater, all the land that I bought. I was going to build a cabin on it. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Like, okay, I can't do that. But it, water will go down. It's just a flood. No big deal. Well, water never went down. Like, for, to this day? For, it's, it just went down like three months ago. And then that was like a year and a half ago. Fuck. So like, it's brutal down Is there. that where you rescued all those dogs? Yes. That was that flood. That wasn't my property, but it was in that kind of area. So What happened there? Because The dog thing? Yeah. So... We were it's in the same flood, right? Yeah, same flood as the flood of 2019. So I came back from Mexico, farms underwater, like people in Omaha, they're evacuating. I had a boat that's like a duck hunting boat that's really good in shallow, shallow water. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, well, I've got a boat. I'll start. Basically, I hooked up the one. I started just driving just to see like if anyone needed help, whatever, because like they're doing water rescues and they're calling for airboats on the river and whatever. And I like found some group that had some app. I don't even remember what it was called. But basically, it's like a like a public police type thing like where if someone needs help rescued and you want to go do it it's like volunteer fire department oh, got but it. like yeah, yeah. super underqualified obviously yeah um so it was like me and my buddy we just got on it and i was like i'm just gonna drive around because i went down to the farm to kind of we pulled a bunch of stuff out so it didn't get wet and we're just driving down the road and like we kept missing calls and like it'd be like oh yeah this and then someone would be like oh yeah i'm already there or something like that so i was just kind of making my way back up to omaha and they're like hey yeah we've got a bunch of dogs and whatever and i remember like i was i was vlogging it and they're like yeah like the rottweilers they're not they're not nice and i looked at my buddy i'm like dude should we even go and he's like yeah we should go so we took off we were the first people there because it was right by us just out of luck we got on waders went down in this water like water was coming over the levee at any point if it broke like we would have been swept for mm -hmm. sure and i just walked into a trailer and there was like 40 dogs in cages no. in, in a trailer like a motor yeah home. yeah yeah I was like, oh, and it's all on GoPro. Like, I document the whole thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, my gosh. Like, you got to be kidding me. So then it was, like, opening them, opening them, and, like, some dogs wouldn't want to come out because they're scared. So you're just, like, reaching in there, and, like, we got bit. Like, there was cats everywhere. There was pigs everywhere. Like, all sorts of animals. And we just, like, one by one carried them. For the first couple, we were able to, like, walk them out. But, like, halfway through, it was, like, probably, I don't know, knee deep to where we were carrying, like, German shepherds out, loading them on trailers, keep going. So that was just, like 
kind of just by accident. We yeah. ran into something like that. So, Matt, make a note to put that video in the description so you guys can watch it. It's 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 a it's it's a feel good video yeah. because had you not been there, like oh, how much longer would they have uh, until the next person comes by? Was, to yeah, rescue? I mean, if we were there ten minutes later, there's no way we would have got anything out of there because it was like too dangerous to get in there. Yeah, way too. I mean, the last few, I was even like. All right, like you got to be prepared if this breaks over. Like I was looking for stuff to what I would climb up onto. Like we were ready for it to basically happen. Yeah. We were already so deep. It's like let's just do it. And you, you have know? you have waders on. Have and waders for those on. who don't know, it's like overalls that are waterproof yeah. that allow you to walk through water. But yep. if water starts going in there, just imagine that you are attached to a bucket of water. Yeah, you and, yeah you yeah. basically sink. So, yeah. um, but anyways, going back to the farm thing. So. That was the flood, and like a couple months went by. Cause I was gonna build a cabin, so I'm like, it's an hour. I lived in the middle of Omaha still at that time, but I was like, if I build this hunting cabin, obviously I can document the build, do all that whole thing, plus have a place to stay with my buddies. So we, don't we were driving an hour and a half there, hour and a half back every day, every yeah. day, every day. Um, but the water never went down, so I remember sitting down with my fiance and being like, should we just like go look for a house down there or something like that? Which seemed like so crazy, whatever. Went on, went on Zillow, typed it in, whatever. This house came up that I currently live in. And I remember like making the joke, I'm like, oh, this would have been perfect, but like way out of the price range that I was expecting, you know? I'm like, oh, there's just no way we're gonna do this. And then I was like, I'll just email about it, which is the worst mistake. You don't do that. If you if you don't, <laughs> it's like cars in like houses or property, whatever, you just don't inquire about it if you don't wanna buy it. But yeah. I want the things I wanted to buy, but I knew I shouldn't. So I emailed and they're like, ah, oh, it's sold. I'm like, oh, thank. I, it was like a thank God moment. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. oh, thank God. Cause I, like, I knew I would have tried to pull strings to make it happen because it was like a nice house, 80 acres, pond like content heaven, yeah. but it was, it was just out of my reach at that moment. And so like time went on, like, I don't know, three, four weeks went by, kind of blew it off. I'm like, oh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna move. I don't need to move. Cause I just built a house like nine months ago. I'm like, I can't move. This is stupid. Well, I go back on zone and it came back up. I'm like, that's weird. So I text a real estate agent. She's like, yeah, it fell through. And I was like, that's a sign. I'm yeah. like, it probably wasn't, but I'm like, yeah, cause yeah. it falls there all the time. It was, obviously. But me, I'm like, it's a sign. So like, I was like, all right, I'm interested. Went and looked at it. One thing led to another and moved and just moved to the middle of nowhere. So it was definitely a sign. I, yeah, you would It was think. definitely a sign. Yeah. Because look at look at where you're at now. The, mm -hmm. the, the, the one thing that, that I noticed is that, look, when you're vlogging, it's super difficult to have shit that's interesting happen. Absolutely. When you and and Maddie and I, mostly me, made the same mistake with this thing because we could have, we could have made this studio like I just added new things and you know mm -hmm. like you have a project that you're working on constantly and you're remodeling yep. and building like that's something that people want to watch because they want to see the evolution yep. of that. If from the very beginning I would have found Casey before he started building his thing, I would have been a lifelong viewer of what is happening in his space that I want to watch. Yep. And you finding that. Like I remember your early videos where you like uh, a, a a race platform garden or some shit. Yeah. Like that's a, that Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's when I started watching and been like, oh, what the fuck's he up to today? Oh, what, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, it yeah. kept me coming back yep. because of the endless amount of projects. Mm -hmm. um, so this, this land and house that you buy, what was on the, on the, on the, on the property at the time? So there was, uh, there was a pond, it's like two-ish acres, a house, and there was like a, this old shed. That was it, like, at one point I think it was a cattle ranch because mm -hmm. it was like, it's really hilly. I don't think they could have really planted much crops. Um, but the previous owners were, they're actually from Texas. Um, old retired people basically just want to live in the middle of nowhere and not be bothered. Uh, but they didn't raise any animals. So like, it was just overgrown. Nothing had been done. Like there's barbed wire fence around the whole thing and that is it. And 80 acres? 80, yeah. All right, hold on. Uh, let me give a quick shout out to the sponsors really quickly. Yes, honey. Right? We all shop online a lot. Some of us way more than we should. But the good thing about Honey is that it searches the entire web, and I'm talking about all of it, for coupons and discounts that can be applicable to you by simply downloading the application Honey, and it'll, again, scour the internet, get you, and at the time of checkout, it'll apply all those discounts, right? Honey is the free online shopping tool that saves you money online. It automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart, as I just said, uh, which makes online shopping finally feel as easy as it's supposed to be, with the cherry on top of getting a discount, obviously. How does it work? All right, so imagine you're shopping on one of your uh, favorite sites. Uh, for us here is uh, mostly Best Buy and Walmart, you know, for equipment here at the at, at the studio, and you wait a few seconds for it to scan every promo code on the internet, and then you watch the prices drop while you're at the checkout line, which is super cool, right? Like, that's what we use it here for. Um, so Honey has found that over its 17 million members 
has saved over two billion dollars. Two billion. That's two billion with a B, right? Because it supports over thirty thousand stores online, and they're adding more every single day. That's what Honey does. That's their job. Their job is to get you discounts. That's why this application, they're always working to make sure that something happens for you on the discount department when it's time to check out on your favorite stores. Maybe even not your favorite stores, just something that you're buying. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money, and we hate to do that here. You know we get ours. You know we have, like, what in what other world is someone going to give you something for free for you to save money in this world, okay? That's what you got to do. It's free. It is sauce in just a few seconds, and it's not part of the PayPal family. What does that mean? I mean, think about it. PayPal is accepted everywhere, everywhere. There's no store in the in 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 the internet. I'm sure there is a couple of them, but uh, the the majority of the ones, the major ones, the main ones that everybody uses, accepts PayPal. And since they are not part of the PayPal family, it just makes it easier to to apply all those discounts, right? And you can get Honey for free at joinhoney.com forward slash eavesdrop. That is joinhoney.com, J-O-I-N-H-O-N-E-Y.com slash E-A-V-E-S-D-R-O-P. One last time for the people in the back who didn't hear me the first time, get Honey for free at HTTP colon forward slash forward slash j-o-i-n-h-o-n-e-y dot com forward slash e-a-v-e-s-d-r-o-p thanks so much for listening let's get back to the farm story let's go back to the farm so 80 80 um 80 acres barbed wire all the way around everything's yep. overgrown obviously because there's no animals and yeah. no there's no landscaping there's happening. no management yeah they like they mowed they just mowed a path down to the pond and back mm-hmm. that's like that's the most in the front yard and stuff like that did but, you fish the pond yeah so i went down there and it was like the second or third showing i kind of had it which it was like an hour and a half away so i was like i would kind of make most of it so i asked him like hey can i fish and she didn't really care first cast caught a bass i was like all right this is it like this even if i didn't Big catch one? a fish yeah, I mean, probably like three pounds. Nothing yeah. too, nothing too crazy. But just the fact that it's like that loaded, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is just content here, baby. Like, yeah. you know, if it was like really tough fishing and been like, all right, I mean, you can manage it and stock it. But the fact that it's like ready to go to where I could make a video, wake up in the morning and get a video done in my backyard, that idea was like mind blowing to me. Because you have to find the bridge, right? You have yeah. to find the bridge of what it is that you do and then transition onto something else. Mm-hmm. Um, in my case, I started as a, as a gaming YouTuber. I used to upload gameplay videos, montages, and then from there, I'm like, okay, there's something bigger here. I have to be a manager. I'm not good enough to fucking play Call of Duty at that level, so I got to be a manager of sorts. Okay. Um, so then I'm like, well, what sort of content ca- can I create on, on my business or the business that I do? And I'm like, well, shit, what we're doing, nobody else is doing, so let me record that. So you use that 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 fishing sort of bridge. Yep. You know, you're like, I bought this property for this pond and this fish. I'm going to stock it. But then, little by little, you started sneaking in these mm-hmm. these renovations that you did to the farm. What was the yep. how many projects do you think you've done since then? How I mean, many, okay, go ahead, I, don't, I I mean, we, we, I post I'm posting like five six videos a week now, and I would say of those five or six, four of them is doing some type of building of some. I mean, so dozens and dozens. I mean, we've done the first thing we kind of did was like we wanted animals. I'm like, I want chickens. I've never raised any animals other than dogs before. Yeah. Uh, so we got chickens, then we got goats and whatever, and now it's like. We've got dozens of all sorts of different animals now that run around. We built all the pens ourselves. Like I never built a fence before. Like everything to like country people is so common sense. Mm-hmm. But like it's crazy like how much you have to learn just yeah. about like the. And it's like you can't Google a lot of it either. Like I like I, I had a sheep. Now di- you can. I had a sheep die the other day. Oh, overate. Do you know a sheep could just overeat? No, me neither just died i've so, tried i've never died <laughs> so it's like it, i mean you kind of have to learn the hard way so like i called the vet i'm like hey can you come check this out and he's like yeah i ate too much so we, what are you supposed to do tell him hey quit eating like there's just so much like that like yeah. so not how do you ever, manage that are you, are you the one that feeds yeah them? I, I feed i feed him and just gave gave him too much or like one of them didn't let the other one eat his share and ate his share or something like that like it's not that everything dies but like there's so like every day there's probably like six of that example where it's like how do you do this and why, or why did this happen? And I had no idea every day. It's like the most, I feel like I'm in like farm school right now, Yeah. but I've no teacher. Yeah. I'm the teacher, which is not a good idea, but no. <laughs> I, people that, I mean, I document like the successes and failures, Yeah. all like everything. Like it's, it's the good and the bad. And how many away. animals total do you have right now? If you, do you know exactly, do you forget about, do you name them all? We name, because we, I hear, I hear we, that we pretty much name them all. Yeah. I hear that when you, when you, when you're a farmer or a rancher, mm-hmm. you don't name the animals because <laughs> when it comes time, when it comes time to eat. Yeah. No, we, we, we name them. I, I have a lot of birds like quail and chickens and we don't have all those names. Well, so I had 40 quail 
that I was raising, raccoons got in the pen and ate them all in one night. 40 gone. Raccoons killed yes. 40 quails. And two ducks in one night. And two what? Two ducks. Two, I had two ducks in there too. Fuck. One night, gone. Is that heartbreaking? I mean, I don't really, I wasn't that attached to the quail. Yeah. Really. I mean, there's quail. They're just chilling. Dude, but. if I have a fucking, I have a turtle. Yeah. <laughs> It's 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 name used to be ketchup. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. When we moved from from uh from Illinois to here, mm-hmm. we're like everybody's coming up. You know, bottom of a bigger tank. The fucking terrariums fucking <laughs> flossing, right? You yeah. know, like like that yeah. sort. So I, I uh because of my wife, I get really attached yeah. to 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 these things. Animals, so that's yeah. why I'm like, was that, was that it? well, I'm I am attached to a lot of the bigger animals. I have like personality. So I have, okay. So I've got four goats. Had three. So two sheep. Two donkeys, a llama, an alpaca, four pigs. Uh, I think that's all the big animals. So 14 big animals and then a bunch of chickens, turkeys, ducks, guineas. used to have quail. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, lots. Lots and of animals. you're in rural land, mm-hmm. so there's wildlife. That, mm-hmm. that, oh, that's yeah, there's I, there's deer in my backyard all the time running around doing their thing. Any predators that, that, that come in? Yeah. Now, I obviously know the fucking answer, but I want them to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, raccoons are number one. Like, that's that's like enemy number one right now. I didn't know that Dude, they are the meanest, the meanest animal. Like, I would rather, like, take on a bobcat and a coyote versus a pack of raccoons. Like, raccoons are mean. The other thing I didn't know about raccoons that no one taught me of all the YouTube videos I've ever watched is they can just go right through chicken wire. Like, they can bite and rip through chicken wire, which chicken wires made to keep them alive. so like i built this huge walk-in enclosure for all these quail and nothing happened for like two months nothing at all never had any issues and all of a sudden i wake up and they have like four holes chewed and they're all dead in one night like what do you do at that point and that was documented yeah like we we, we filmed the whole video and i was like oh my gosh like all right so we, we can't have anything living here now so i spent all i mean days building this enclosure and it's worthless now so we i called the game war and we get permission to do, to trap because it's not trapping season trapping seasons in the fall mm-hmm. but he gives me permission because like you're protecting livestock so we set traps in like in i think four days we got seven of them mm-hmm. so it's like they're just they're out there and it's crazy but i mean coyotes are out there but we've caught bobcats out there but they don't really mess with much like they don't endanger us by mm-hmm. any means raccoons are the, like the scariest ones for sure really all, yeah so if you put them up against a fight with a honey badger, who do you think's got? Ooh, I mean honey badger. Honey badger's pretty vicious. I feel like I yeah. don't know. They fight fucking lions, dude. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I, I feel like honey badger would take it. Raccoons, they're mean though. Raccoons, they are yeah, mean, bro. Dude. You seen that that one raccoon that got into the uh, chimpanzee enclosure and then the fucking chimps are playing with him and just so so carefree grab him fucking toss the ra- <laughs> you see this yeah, fucking yeah, raccoon yeah. flying through yeah, the air yeah, yeah. Like a fucking flying squirrel <laughs> like it opens up its its thing. It's the funniest yeah. thing. But they're like I, I've heard. Um, I used to paint graffiti back in the okay. day, yeah. and I was always out at night, and mm. we would have to wor- walk through forest and you know whatever to get to the train yard or whatever. And I cannot tell you the amount of times that you would hear like like uh, the rustling of the trees and yeah. branches, and all of a sudden, boom, a big ass thump. Like I'm talking about tall, like fucking thirty foot trees yeah. and, and pine trees, and just a fucking ball of meat yeah. just fall <laughs> fall through the air and all you hear is the splatter yeah but they're like dude they're fine they, they wipe they're the they're the hardiest things like i don't know what i mean yeah they're crazy they're they're crazy survivors yes um they're beasts so uh the the ones that you do name mm-hmm. uh so how many cows okay oh yeah i have a mini cow i forgot about that one so 15 then so i have, I have a mini, miniature cow from like scotland or something some okay. bougie stuff but yeah it just looks cool so i bought it but, but you have regular cows too, or no, just, oh, the, no. she's the only cow. Yep. He, she, 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 Carol, Carol. Yeah. Now she's the apple of your eye. She, you I, love her. Hey, Carol, she's okay. Uh, I've got a goat named Dale. He's a beast. I like Dale. a goat named Dale. Dale. He's <laughs> he's he's like since we bought him at an auction. I yeah. was like doing a live stream auction, uh, and I like had the viewers pick which animal I wanted, and like he's the best. Like he had to have been somebody's like pet in their house because like you can get him out of his pen and he'll fall. We've taken him fishing. Like we take him down to my pond and he'll just like he'll walk around with us while we fish. Like I put a GoPro on him and he just like stood there and watched me and like he'll he'll like film you yeah. while you're fishing. He just yeah. sits there and chills. He doesn't run away. He's awesome. I, I think and, and we're starting to see it now, but I think for the next couple of years you're gonna see all these YouTubers have these like you know, non meant to be pets, pets. Hundred percent. Like pigs, for example, yep. mini pigs, mm-hmm. they're smarter than fucking dogs already. Yep. yep. Cleaner than dogs, mm-hmm. right? They only get dirty when you let them and yeah. get in the mud and shit. Uh, those mini uh, goats that jump off each other and shit. Yeah, like, like the fainting goats and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what they're called? The fainting goats? There, any... Well, there are fainting goats, yeah. Do you have those? I don't. I've been trying to find them though, because I think that's just content. But do you do you just uh, how do you come across these animals that you add on to your to your to your farm? How do you pick the projects? So 
Like which animals I want, or how do I actually find an yeah, animal? Yeah, how you both, right? Okay. Like it's like, ah, oh, I want a mini cow from yeah, Scotland who's expensive <laughs> as hell. I'm gonna name her Carol. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, as of right now, I'm kind of like tapped out with animals. I feel like I've just been like just buying, buying, buying. It's a lot of work to take care of them. I mean, you gotta set up all sorts of stuff for them. So it's like it's it's pretty exhausting. Uh, who's taking care of them right now? Uh, I've got a farmhand that he'll, he goes out there like when I'm out of town and he'll, he'll kind of do it. And my fiance was down there yesterday. Just oh, feeding okay. him. It's not, you, I can kind of get like every other day, somebody like really needs to be down there, but like just feed him and stuff like that. But I mean, it was just bucket list stuff. It's like bucket, bucket list fish. I want Cooney Cooney pigs, which are from, uh, New Zealand mm-hmm. and they're like furry. Okay. They look really weird. What do you mean furry? Like they have hair. Like it's a pig. Look them up. Look up Cooney Cooney. Yeah. It's K- it? K-U-N-E, K-U-N-E. So I found two on Facebook, and I bought them like a month ago. They, don't they look funny? For for sale in Texas. There you go. You can get, you can get some Cooney Coonies. So my, my wife, oh, these are cute. Yeah, like that, they, they, they just look so goofy. Yeah. Like they're just, they're so weird looking. Um, yeah. My, my wife, uh, now I will never allow this, but she wants to have a farm. Okay. She wants, she loves animals. She's just like the, the biggest animal lover yeah. in the world. I love animals too. Right, but I also like eating them, so it makes me a little bit of a yeah. like a like a hypocrite when it comes to that, right? And and when uh, when I watch hunting videos or mm-hmm. that, she's like, well, "How can you watch that?" I'm like, "I can watch this all day long, but I just can't bring myself to do that." Yeah, you know? because yeah. I always see Henry's face in them, mm-hmm. and I'll just be like really emotional <laughs> yeah, about them. I, yeah, I, yeah, I won't yeah. be, able to, but I'll go and I'll eat. Yeah, you know, for like sure. yeah, I'll go hunting with you guys and yeah. venison or whatever. Yeah, um, that's why I asked about the names because yeah. once you name them, you sort of mm-hmm. can never. You know what I mean? Because you There's, always. Think I couldn't. Like, I don't. I raise all my animals for pets. Like they don't. A lot of them aren't really raised. So there's like meat goats. Mm-hmm. There's milking goats. I have. I mean, I guess I have a couple of each. There's only two animals right now that I have named that I really like that I'm butchering, and it's two pigs. Um, you are butchering. That I am butchering. Yeah. And you know I, that it's coming down the line. Yeah. I, you I, know that I, they, I bought them for butchering, but they're awesome. I love them. They're so fun to play with. I want to put a bet out there, Maddie. <laughs> That's your laughing behind the camera. I'm gonna put a bet out there. I don't think you, you don't think you, I'm gonna do it. I don't think you're gonna do it. I hope you don't do it because it's gonna it's gonna the, hurt. The you. only thing that I'm like nervous about though is all the butcher shops are completely booked. Okay. So it'd be like a DIY, which would be tough. I don't think I could do that. You just hold on until there's, you're able to. There's no way I could do yeah. DIY. Like. If it's just like put them in the back of the truck and you drop them off a daycare type thing and just kind of you just forget about what's happening and all of a sudden boom you got bacon lots of bacon then it's kind of like all right Dude. but if I gotta do it there's no <laughs> way I could do that's it what like I'm saying. no there I couldn't do it so if I can't find a butcher I'll probably just let them chill like that's uh, look I'm on the side and maybe of the, that's meant to be did, maybe did, did you name them yet uh yeah they are they're cheese and rice cheese and rice yeah because I say cheese and rice to keep it clean you know yeah. for cheese and rice so I name cheese and rice yeah that's cool man yeah. I don't think uh, I, look. Uh, again, I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. When you're the, your pets, that's why I told you. And I'm like, hey, dude, you're not gonna be. You, you're gonna wake up one day and a coyote ate your favorite goat. Yep. 100%. And you are never gonna get over it. We can't yep. own a farm. No. Would it be cool? Hell yeah. Would I like to? I fucking loved. I, I, yeah. the, the only reason we live where we live is because she wants to be near. You know, civilization. I want to be like you. I want to be out in the farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I have to drive half an hour to wherever it is. That I need. I need that. I don't need it, but it would be nice to have that 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 sort of seclusion yep. and get away from shit. As long as I have fiber internet and I'm still able to drop <laughs> yeah. Bone Zone and and, yeah. and and play my games, yeah. I, I'll be I'll be You'd fine. Be good. Yeah. I don't go out I don't go outside anyway to be to begin with. Yeah. Right? How's this this COVID? Does this mm-hmm. affect you and in, in any? Because you the majority yeah. of your videos are at home. I yeah. Imagine, right? No, so, as far as like production, no, didn't didn't at all. I mean, like even when it was getting like wild and everyone's like, oh, there's shortage of meat. It was kind of like. I got Carol over here, worst case, you know. Jesus. Like, I mean, she's there. You, you looked over, you're like, Carol? I was like, she, it, it's, it's beef, I can, dude. I can it's, imagine it, you <laughs> on the phone or watching the news, and then you, you just like, it sets it set, in, like, wow, meat, meat's gone. And then just, you look, you, you, just you, look you, her you and she just looks at me and slow, just moves. T- slow turn out the window, and then she fucking sees you, and then she's like, fuck this. <laughs> and then she's just, just walking away, going into her pen. Yep. Yeah. Uh, do, do you put all animals together in, in one thing? Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people keep them separate. But once those raccoons started wreaking havoc on the on the birds, I literally grabbed every animal I own and just like threw them in the pen with all the donkeys, the llamas, the alpacas because the llamas are pretty protective and donkeys are pretty protective. Mm-hmm. Like they'll kill a coyote basically yeah. if they get in. Because I like I put my dog in there, just like smoke her. I'm like, all right, you got to get out of here type thing. Yeah. They're pretty good at protecting. So oh, they they tried biting your dog. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like they'll like go after. Like if I take if I put my dog in there, they'll literally chase her down and smack her like with a hoof. Like bad. oh shit. So it happened like one time. I was like, all right, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. So she didn't get hurt. But I think that's a, that's a protective instinct from mm-hmm. them because obviously dogs, wolves. Yeah, it's get, very similar. Yeah. yeah so uh, just last week, I took I have three turkeys down to three ducks, all my chickens, and put them all in. So like you just look out there and there's like. 25 animals just in this like i don't know i mean it's like a maybe quarter acre pen it's not how difficult would it be for you to take a class picture of your farm in 2020 with all your animals it'd be pretty tough i mean i could i could get a lot because they like i grain feed them every day so if i like took a bucket set it in front of me and like post it up like you just have them like right here i don't know if all of them would get in it but like a good amount would probably get in it i need you to do that okay okay Okay. i'll try i need you to do that i don't want you to dress up as a teacher or put like little (laughs) schoolboy outfits on any of them okay i just want to see this like massive just a huge squad yeah i think it'd be a dope ass picture to sort of document that um for sure man that's the the, you you never think about it right like you see you never think about how difficult it is to to feed all these dogs. Actually, we we have seven dogs. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, we have seven dogs. Wow. Uh, we we have one from Schofield, my best friend in life. He's the only one here that I have a picture of. A painting. It's not even just a picture. It's it's an art <laughs> painting of him. He's fourteen years old. Just turned fourteen yesterday. Okay. Wow. Fourteen years old. Wow. Right. He's been with me. He used to sit right next to me when I was playing one v ones on Vosnek in okay. Call of Duty Two. Yeah. Um. Him and then all the way up to the biggest one, which is Henry, at mm-hmm. 200, uh, 196 pounds. Last time we weighed him, Unreal. Judith feeds them every single day. Uh, uh, Farmer's Dog is the name of of, uh, of, of the brand that, that she feeds them. It's, it's like human food, mm-hmm. it's like human mush food. Okay. I would never a high end stuff, yeah, good stuff. Oh, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, but a lot of it. Right, and you never take into consideration how much it takes to not only you know dogs is one thing because they're they're routine animals mm-hmm. and they live in the house and they know that at seven a.m. they have to be let out so they can do the shit out there or they're, they're gonna go wherever right they don't give a fuck <laughs> yeah farm animals is completely different because mm-hmm. they're outdoor and they ju- they just live life they yeah. don't have any concept of time they mm-hmm. just uh, the sun's up time to wake up yeah that is the the, the how much do you spend on on food I don't I don't keep track just because I don't want to like think about it you don't want to get discouraged yeah 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 i don't want to be like all right should we get rid of one this guy's eating a lot let's take him out yeah um so what happened to the sheep uh no no yeah i I mean i guess yeah uh probably i probably go through i mean it's really not that much i probably go through like 50 to 100 pounds a week which is 20 30 bucks it's not that 50 to 100 pounds of just grain grain but in it but then i give them like 2,000 pound bales of hay like once every two weeks 2,000 how much is that uh, to buy, yeah. Uh, like a bale has like eighty bucks, hundred bucks, two thousand pounds. Yeah, I, I, like a, a, like a huge round bale. Like when you see them out in the fields and stuff. Like yeah. I got all, a bunch of those lined up, and I pick them up with the skill loader and drop them in the feeder. So they eat that. But then every morning I give them sweet feed. You don't have to give them sweet feed. It's what like sweet a, feed? It's like the, the grain. Okay. And it's like basically like candy to them. Like it's oh, really okay. sweet. I mean, it's got nutrients. It's got minerals and stuff. But they don't need it to survive. Mm-hmm. I just do because they like it. So yeah. Like I just like try to like and it. it gives you a little control if one of them gets out just shake a little bucket and they come right to you oh, yeah, so it, it's security so i just do it for that and so. it's good for content so like like i have a llama llama Rhodes. she kills it uh she she refuses to eat other than out of my hand like in a bucket so like i have troughs everywhere she just stays right at me and just like i have to hold the, i have to i have to hand feed her every single morning are llamas the ones that spit oh yeah have they spit she she she's kind of like she doesn't spit on me no she'll spit on other animals out of defense so did you hear the story about the uh, alpaca and the llama? No. I, okay, so, so I'm I'm at an auction. So I go to these auctions, which, growing up in Omaha, like no idea that they even existed. You show up and it's like a car auction, but there's just animals everywhere, and you mm-hmm. can just, hey, I, I want that donkey, and you just bid, raise your hand, whatever. Is there a, a base amount that people want? Like you you take a, a donkey, and you're like, all right, the least I'll take is four hundred bucks. Um, like a reserve. They're on like high end stuff, maybe. How much are animals? Let me start there. A goat, a goat and a sheep, like a hundred bucks. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. A goat and a sheep. Uh, no, no, like a goat is probably a hundred bucks. Sheep's a hundred bucks. Um, I mean, I think I bought my donkeys for like five to seven hundred bucks. Llamas. I think I bought my alpaca for like a grand. He was kind of high end. The cow was like four. The high end Scot- Scottish looking one. Henry uh, Henry was twenty six hundred dollars. Yeah. Twenty six hundred. Yeah. Louis was thirty five hundred. Because wow. he's a Pomeranian. Yeah. The most annoying out of all yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, I think I have those numbers right, but they were expensive. They, oh, yeah. More expensive than a fucking llama? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Llama fuck was that. like 500 bucks. Yeah. I disagree. Yeah. Okay. We're, PetSmart is, is making, yeah. making oh, a, a killing out there. Yeah, 100%. So, 
I went out to the auction and there was this giant, giant llama, big male llama. And uh, so I was like, oh, I kind of want this thing. Like, llamas. What, what did it cool. look like? Uh, dude, it was the ugliest thing. Like, just, okay. I don't even know how to describe it. It was just, just massive, massive animal. I'm like, oh, geez. Like, did it look like that one? Yeah, but like, re- like I mean, it was like a, dr- like, you're looking up at it, you know? Oh, how tall is it? I mean, their neck, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, tall. I mean, I've, I've got pictures of me standing next to it. I mean, they're huge, way taller than me. So. I go get this thing. I'm like, make, I'm making phone calls. So I've got like, there's a few YouTubers that do farming. So I like, I'm always calling them. Hey, is this thing gonna kill this or how's this gonna work? And they're like, oh, as long as there's not a female llama, they, he, he shouldn't be aggressive because there's no c- competition basically. Because I have a male alpaca already. I just wanna make sure they wouldn't beef. And they're like, no, 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 they'll be fine. So we bring him into the pen. He's like sniffing around. I mean, this thing's giant. Like, there's no stopping. And the other thing that I learned about llamas is they have canines, like reversed canines. So like, if they bite down on a coyote. Like they bite down in your arm, you're not getting it back. Like mm-hmm. they are mean. If they mm-hmm. want to, if they want to be mean, they can be mean. So he's like running around sniffing everything. I'm like, okay, cool. Like everything's vibing. I like told my fiance, I'm like, come down, come meet the llama. He's chill. And she's like, why'd you get this llama, dude? I'm like, no, he's chill. I promise, he's chill. Like come in, whatever. Starts going around. All of a sudden, he starts sniffing Steve. Steve's my alpaca, and he's like the most timid thing in the world. He looks like a little poodle, and sniffs him, and starts chasing him a little bit. I'm like, oh, and, and I'm vlogging. Oh, look at them. They're having fun. They're you know they're they're doing their thing. All of a sudden, bites like up under him on his inner thigh bites and you just hear this crunch and he just starts like dragging him around i'm like cut the camera i run i'm like kicking this llama get off and it's just in my in like the, the alpaca screaming whatever i'm what do you do like it's a it's a huge beast of an animal how can you so i'm like i'm on this thing like i feel like i'm like fighting it like and it happens so fast get him off all of a sudden steve's got a huge gash in him just bleeding everywhere. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what are you going to do? So I call the vet. We gave him stitches this whole night. So, like, I had no idea. And this is like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, when you learn stuff, like, who knew? Come to find out, llamas, they castrate their competitors, which means they bite off. Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. I used to do that in high school. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's stuff like that you wouldn't expect. So, like, my boy Steve about, he about got taken out. Damn. So the next. What was it? Because your girl it, came by and. No, no, no. It, it, oh. it just, it didn't matter. Because like, I have sheep, mm-hmm. I mean, that are all females. Like, yeah. I don't know what goes on with this, yeah. the scentage and stuff like yeah. that, you know, whatever. That's Either a thing. Way, That's like, we're, yeah. it's a thing. Yeah. So I separated them with, with I've got four foot fence. This thing, jump, I've got a video, I think I made like a TikTok. He jumps up on the fence and this thing's like spitting at Steve from across the, like just launching loogies like I've, you've never seen before. So they are mean. The, like, the, the videos are there. Yep. I missed that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll show you that video. Oh, my God. Dude, like, and like, what do you, what am I going to do? Like, this thing yeah. will kill me. Yeah. So the other thing that, and you're going to think I'm crazy, but like, we, we bought this llama, and while we were trying to like load it up in the pen, well, actually, the dude that was sitting next to me at the auction when I was bidding on it, he like looks at me and he's like, he's like, good luck with the llama that killed a guy two weeks ago. And I like laughed, but he didn't laugh. And I'm like vlogging. I'm like, so I told the story to the, to the video. I'm like, someone said he killed him. He's, he, I mean, he's just obviously messed with us. So we're loading it up in the trailer completely different dude that wasn't even inside the arena is like oh did you buy that big llama in there i'm like yeah he's like oh i heard he killed a dude two weeks ago so i'm thinking it's a joke the whole time yeah. and then he goes and takes out my boy steve so i'm like i'm calling my friends I'm like dude i got a killer llama in my backyard and i don't know how to get him in the trailer without you know fearing, fearing for my Getting life dead, yeah like huge animal did you google it was it true what that they, he killed him yeah no i couldn't find anything i i'm sure it's not there's no way he killed a human but I don't know. Like, dude, he was mean. I don't was, know. I, I believe it. He was like, so look, mean. I don't know. I don't know the color of this fucking llama, but I know he murdered a fucking human being. Okay, no <laughs> he, one he went after my boy otherwise. Steve. Yeah. So, we luckily he didn't uh, he didn't hurt us. We we loaded him up in the trailer, took him to the auction, sold him. The next week, his that llama's daughter was up for auction. Mm-hmm. Looked just like him, a lot smaller female, and that's the one that's Llama Rhodes. So we bought his daughter. Jesus, yeah, that it's, is, dude. It's chaos all the time. Oh my god, all so, the time. What, uh, what do you do when that one reaches maturity? Which one, Llama Rhodes? Oh, her and Steve, they've been they've been getting interesting. Alpaca and a llama, Lampaca. Lampaca. Apparently, it's a thing. Are you gonna be the first to? Oh, it's, it's a thing already. Well, well, a male llama, female alpaca is mm-hmm. a thing, but I have yet to find anything with a male alpaca, female llama, because llamas are way bigger, obviously. So, like, Llama Rhodes will just, like, lay on the ground. Steve just hops aboard, you know? So, that's usually how it happens, I y- think. Y- yeah. 
Like you'll just be dri- you're just driving down my my driveway and you just look over and they're, Steve's they're killing there. it. Yeah. Yeah, Steve's killing yeah. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, with a name like that, Steve. what do you expect? Steve. Poor poor old Steve. Yeah. Scuba Steve <laughs> to Scuba do. Steve. Yeah. That that's crazy. Um, what other uh, projects do you have like going on? What have you done okay. like so far? So animals it was a huge one. We we had barns and stuff go up. We built uh, a doomsday shelter during during the pandemic stuff. So there was like a little boathouse. So okay, I'm gonna okay, interrupt go you. Ahead. Go ahead. That's so cool, right? Like you 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 sort of have this playground, mm-hmm. and according to world events and how it's happening, you ha- you sort of have these triggers. So you're like, oh shit! All right, that's what we got to do. Yep. How do you make that decision? How do you commit to such a big fucking project as building a bunker, a doomsday bunker? I mean, just I I've always I I had a, I have like an idea list in my phone of just like whatever and I had the idea of doing a bunker of some kind survival shelter because survival's big and then as soon as this happened I was like let's go boys like this is this is now what, I was gonna do it like later on I was like this is when we need to do it I mean it wasn't anything crazy but we took like there was a boathouse uh it's not a boathouse it's just like a basically a shed like a really small shed like as big as this little building whatever you can walk into for whatever pool floaties or whatever for the uh, pond mm-hmm. and it was already existing there. So we took that, we cleaned it out, had wasps everywhere, it was gross. We drywalled it, we put a bed in there, I put a, I hung a TV, PlayStation, Call of Duty, that whole thing, put a grill, solar panel, rainwater collections, so, totally self-sufficient, like you could live there. I did a 24-hour challenge in there. Yeah. I had guns all around the walls, whatever, and then at the end of it, I bought an excavator, just for like projects, and I dug out a moat around the whole thing and then made a drawbridge. So like I can go across the drawbridge and rip and lift it up, and you can't get to me unless you want to swim across the moat, basically. Yeah. So like, it, it's funny because like I did that, and Rob was like, "What do you think the person's gonna think when you go to sell this house? Like yeah. you've got a moat, survival shelter with solar panels and all sorts of stuff." And I'm like, "I don't know." Like, I think in this day and age, it's really easy to have the cop out of I'm a YouTuber. Oh, 100%. and people on, uh, understand. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. what the fuck do you need all these cops for? I'm a YouTuber. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah exactly. That's crazy. Yep. Uh, what any anything in the future that you have? Like, what's the next big project? What um, can you do? I, yeah, we. I mean, there's nothing that big. We built like a huge. I didn't say we. I had a big shed built like in front of my house, like a big sixty by forty, basically garage, like garage shop yep. just for working. So like that's been a big thing. We did like workbenches and bait walls. We have Guggen baits everywhere and all that stuff. I mean, I kind of want to build like an off the grid cabin out there, which is gonna be pretty tough to do. But like a straight up log cabin, wood burning fireplace. Whatever. I've also thought about doing like, like tree houses. Basically, like I'm channeling my inner child. Yeah. Now that I'm like, I've got a place. Yeah. So I want to build like the most badass tree house you could think of. That's so dope, and dude. I, I I saw this guy T A Outdoors. I think he's from okay. like Europe or okay, somewhere. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I know who that is. Yeah. And he built a uh, 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 a log a log a cabin mm-hmm. out of pallet wood. Okay. Only pallet yeah. wood. It was the most insane video I've ever seen. Not insane because it was like fucking yeah. lights and, and explosions. It was literally the most boring, mm-hmm. not to me, not to the three million, 10 million people that watched that video. I don't even know how much, but it was just like him and his dad just building a yep. log cabin, a sustainable ca- cabin mm-hmm. out of that. And I don't know when it started or why it started, but I started watching, as I fall asleep, I started watching people building shit out of wood. Yep. In the floor. Like I'll watch your video and then from there immediately. I'll go watch this dude build a Viking tent teepee mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. And and that to me, for some whatever reason, is the most interesting shit ever. I don't know if it's because the the hammer and the sawing soothes me and yeah. relaxes me. It's like ASMR kind of. Yeah, ASMR kind of. Sorry about that. Maddie, don't cut that. Anyway, uh, I want to come work for you for a weekend. Perfect. Let's do it. I'm these down. these hands have never seen a day of labor since I was since 19, 2017, okay. 1997 when I worked at UPS and then the strike happened of, of the 97 and I never went back to work. I there told my go. parents, I'm like, oh, it's a strike still going on. She's like, it's been a fucking year. <laughs> you don't have a job. I'm like, no, no, I still have a job there, but just whatever. Yeah. I want to come work. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Anytime. I'll bring Maddie to sure. document the whole thing. Yeah. I can't promise that I won't make him do the work and me pretend that I'm That's the one that's there on, on, on camera. Oh, we can come up with all sorts of stuff for you to do. Yeah? Whatever you want to do. I'm so down. Yeah. You, 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 you cool with that? Absolutely. All right. You tell me a time when you're free to do something <laughs> like that. How far is Nebraska from here, Matt? Driving? Yeah. 10. 10 hours? You can get to my house in probably 10 hours. Can we fly there? Yeah. Is it, there's obviously- Omaha. Yeah, fly in Omaha and come grab it. Yeah? It's not far. Okay. 
I'm yeah. so down. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think my channel would be will be cool. Hey, look, if I could bring my my friend, like if I could bring Scump out there, if mm -hmm. I can bring Nate out there, like these city boys, these, oh yeah, these these suburb boys out there, I would. Oh. But there's zero chance that they would ever. No. Nate Chat won't even go to a gun range because he's afraid <laughs> of him. Scump won't even go to a gun range yeah. because he's afraid of him. Crim Six, however. Oh yeah. That guy loves shooting. Sure. Rob and him have been, you know, sniping yeah. and fucking AR and Crim obviously brings his own arsenal. Mm -hmm. This dude's got like, I don't think as many. Gun says Rob, but I think he's almost up there. Yeah, Whole like AR-15s and shit. What, mm -hmm. what do you have? A uh, 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 what's the boot? The, the what? The boot. The the it's got a boot in the back. God damn scar? it. The scar. Yeah. Like yeah, he's yeah. got one of those with like fucking expensive ass lenses and a mm -hmm. whole bunch of shit. But yeah. I do want to come out there. I do want to work. I do want to do the <laughs> the work for the video. Okay. Um, I can't tell you that I'll last more than one day. That's fine. But I do want to come out and give a tour of the get a tour and and, and do some work out there for you. Yeah. What would you have me do the first thing? Like feed, if we feed, feed Lama Rhodes, that's a classic. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, she loves it because because she, she while she's eating, she, the other animals try to get it out of her, and she'll that's where she spits and does that. So you, it'd be you might get hit. Or Hold something. on, why do you keep laughing every time he says Lama Rhodes? Is that someone famous? Is that an actress? Lama Rhodes, man, it just looks like Lama Rhodes. That's all. Never heard? <laughs> I'm going to look up right now. How do you spell Rhodes? R-H-O-A-D-E-S. Yep. I'm not even going to press enter. <laughs> I'm not going to press enter. I'm not pressing enter on this because I don't want this shit to fucking track me. Okay. Um, all right. Well, listen. Thank you. I know you have a flight in a couple hours. I, yep. I do appreciate you stopping by. I, hopefully, this won't be the last time. I think that. For sure. Uh, I think the life that you that you live is super interesting. I, I love everything that you guys are doing from a business standpoint. I'm involved in a little bit, but I, I, I do think that what you guys have going on is like one of the craziest moments in your lives you'll never forget. So, For sure. Uh, I'm glad that I'm glad that it's happening in front of my eyes because. It's it's fun to see people that you you're friends with succeed at the level that you guys are succeeding. Uh, here's for two million for you in like the next couple of weeks, dude. Congrats, yep. that's Thank insane. For sure. All right, everybody, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Eve's Drop Podcast, episode number sixty four, brought to you by Honey. Uh, his information, not only the video from the dog rescue, but all the other uh, channel information and, and social media stuff is gonna be listed in the description down below. Be sure to check him out. Go subscribe. Help him get to look if. Just go subscribe. We'll go from there. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys in the next one. Goodbye.